This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you have always wanted to have your own show, amplify voices and bring in different perspectives, this is the right moment. Podcasting is becoming more popular over the years and right now there's not as many shows compared to other long-form content platforms. So that means there is a great possibility for you to stand out. Anchor is the way to do it. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. The app is completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can also make money from a podcast with no minimum listenership. It is really everything you needed to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Have you ever caught yourself wondering whether you deserve better? If your answer was yes, it's because you do. I believe we don't have to settle for the mediocre, for the basic, or for the usual. We deserve the best, the awesome, the incredible. Not only that's true, but that's also possible. I'm Katarina Page, your host, and you're listening to Wake Up and Unfold. Wake Up and Unfold is about finding new ways to improve your life and let go of everything that don't contribute for your personal growth or happiness. Our mission here is to show you all the different possibilities available out there and why you need to know in order to claim the incredible life you deserve. What does that look like? What's the strategy? And what you can start doing today that will help you achieve your full potential and take control of your life. And we want to hear from you. What are your struggles? What are the blocks you're stumbling upon? What is keeping you from becoming your higher self? And who do you want to hear from? How did they overcome the hurdles in their lives and became who they are now? And if there's someone you care about that would be interested in these topics and will benefit from these experiences, let them know about the show. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. We are so glad you're here today. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up and Unfold. Today, I have my first guest on the show. Her name is Leda Sanchez, and she's a social media manager and content marketer who specializes in working with health and wellness coaches on their social media strategy. She also hosts the Stop, Drop, and Scroll podcast, which covers topics related to social media and marketing. Today, we're going to talk about the hustle culture and its impact in our society, especially during quarantine. So let's welcome her to the show. Lita, thank you so much for joining us today. Yay, thank you. This is my first time guesting on a show. I'm so excited. Exciting. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes. So how is your quarantine going, by the way? Um, well, I started my business during the quarantine, so that, that's going pretty well. That's awesome. So 2020 is going to be the year. Yeah, um, for the good and the bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, when it comes to quarantine, since we are living in a very weird moment in which we, we have like all the access to this technology, and I think we are the first generation who is experiencing being in a, you know, a lockdown, but we still have access to a lot of it. So we still have a lot of power in what we can do and what we cannot do. Um, for those who are listening and have no idea what the hustle culture means, can you explain its concept to us a little bit? So I don't know that there's like a set definition of what hustle culture is. So I came up with one on my own. Um, I feel like hustle culture is the idea that you need to make 
huge sacrifices in your life in order to succeed. And there's this belief that as long as you keep working and grinding and hustling, you will eventually reach your goals and be successful. And I think it's comforting to people to think that that is possible. Like, as long as I keep working, I'm going to make it. And people feel like that success goes to those who deserve it and those who are working the hardest and want it the most. And I feel like this is such an American mentality. Uh, we have something here called the American dream. Um, my family actually immigrated from Mexico. My grandparents came over here in the 60s. They had 11 children and they worked their way up the ladder to achieve this American dream. So that mentality is kind of like embedded in my family, mm -hmm. I feel like. And I, I can't blame them for that. But I feel like it's gone a little too far lately. Like people believe that in business, as long as you have a good idea, that's all you need. You can achieve success. And in my field in particular, which is in social media, I see a lot of posts where people are preaching like a billionaire work ethic, mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, getting up really early in the morning, working all times of the day, no work-life balance, mm -hmm. and basically promising people like, hey, this is how the most successful people in the world operate. Like if you follow this blueprint, you will be the same. And I feel like this mentality doesn't account for systemic barriers to success. So like education, uh, generally generational wealth, especially uh, chronic illnesses, things like that. And I don't think it's fair in some scenarios to lead people on without acknowledging these things and that they could be detrimental in some cases. Mm -hmm. So the worst part of it for me is just when people don't achieve th these goals, they feel terrible about themselves. They feel shame. And yeah. that to me is one of the worst points of views associated with hustle culture but also sacrificing like your health. So the idea, um, so like hustling, well, the hustle culture is not about um, working and working. It's about the idea of if you work and if you put in the work, you are going to be rewarded. And what I'm understanding is that if you believe um, this idea, it can be harmful because that is not true. It does, if you put in the work, doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be successful. So in, that, in, the, in this way, it can be harmful because when someone put in the work, does everything that everyone is saying on social media, waking up at five in the morning, working 70 hours a week, um, you know, with, with no break or anything, and they still don't achieve their goals, uh, that can be harmful because then they feel like they they are not worth it or they're not doing it right. They're not doing enough. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So 
definitely a lot of negative uh, aspects. But in your opinion, in your personal opinion, do you believe are there any positive aspects? Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty down. On, I've been down on hustle culture lately, but I think there are positive aspects. Um, most importantly, people having or preaching the positive mindset and helping someone to believe in themselves, helping people believe that they are able to achieve something that they might have considered impossible, you know, preaching a strong work ethic, mm-hmm. I think is important. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and then I see usually there's a community of people who are supporting each other online through their struggles and trying to succeed in business or whatever industry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like some people do need that tough love motivation in order to make moves. So hustle culture might be effective for some people. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like, depending on the person and depending on their perspective or their, uh, the, the way that they work and the way that they do things. So it can be beneficial, but it can also be harmful depending on who we're talking about. Yeah. So it's, it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, another thing that was in my head when we decided to bring this topic was the definition of hustling and being a workaholic. And I honestly don't know if there is a difference. In your opinion, are there any differences between the two? I don't know that they're all that different, but I feel like they are. And when we think of a traditional workaholic, they're like obsessed and fixated on their job. I've known people that it doesn't matter whether they're climbing the ladder or advancing themselves, they are just obsessed with their work. And whether their goal is to progress or not, their job is like taking over their life. So uh, they share in common like the same kind of work balance issues and health issues that come with it, but it's not as goal focused as hustle culture, I think. And honestly, I feel like I've fallen into workaholism because of the quarantine, <laughs> but I don't think it's a healthy way to be or to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. I feel like, well, I don't know a lot of it uh, about the definition, but I feel like hustling is very goal-oriented, like you said, and being a workaholic is just the addiction of just to fill in the time or the, you know, when, when we talk about addiction, oftentimes it means that someone is doing something to be able to get away from another thing. So that's what I think when I think about someone being a workaholic instead of, you know, just hustling, which means I'm doing this because I am dedicated to get to that goal and I want to do it. So I'm going to work until I achieve that. Um, so yeah, that definitely makes sense. Now we are living in kind of a tricky moment in which we're basically stranded at home, right? But we still have a lot of power in terms of what we can do compared to all times in history where something similar happened. So what I wanted to ask is in your personal experience, what do you believe someone can do to set boundaries when working from home doing quarantine to protect their energy? 
So obviously, like I stated, I'm having trouble with this myself, <laughs> but I think some general advice for people who are stuck in like the hustle mentality would apply in this situation. Me personally, I feel like you should really be thinking about the sacrifices you're making. So I feel like a lot of times people are like, well, I'm just going to keep working because this is taking me to they don't really think about who they're affecting on the way there. They're losing time with friends and family, um, sacrificing their health. They don't think about those things because they're like, well, it's all going to be worth it in the end. But if you're willing to sacrifice those things, I think you should at least have intention behind it. Like think about what you're giving up in mm -hmm. return. And well, no shame here. I see a therapist and she actually gave me some really good advice that I wanted to share with your listeners. Mm -hmm. So something that's important is having routines, like a set morning routine, a set night routine, something that separates the day. Like this is work time and this is leisure. Mm -hmm. um, she had suggested blocking your calendar or, you know, whatever you have to do to signal that it's time to end the day. She also gave the advice of just going outside. Huh. Even if you're not going to do anything, because obviously I'm still quarantining, but she's like, just step outside, just breathe the air. And like, I think it just, it helps. It helps for us to go outside. And some advice that I have personally, which I feel like is kind of not traditional advice, but I don't think people should be ashamed about doing like, I don't know, brain numbing activities, like watching uh, trashy reality. <laughs> and right now I'm into Korean dramas because it's just like, I don't, I don't want to be thinking all the time. I feel like I spend my whole day doing business related activities or I feel like I always have to be learning and improving myself, but I don't like you need time to just relax and chill yeah i'm totally with you on that i love it and i love the the trashy uh shows i i am very into reality shows right now and i know that it's all fake and very dramatic but it's just a <laughs> way to sit down and let my brain relax for a little bit i don't have to think i don't have to use my brain cells yeah in the stepping outside factor i think just i'm not mindful at all when i'm going outside i usually go outside to turn on the sprinkler but that makes a lot of sense like stepping out and kind of like feeling that you you are not in the office you are not just working you are you i don't know i maybe sometimes we need that kind of separation from workspace in living space which is a little bit confusing when we are working from home because sometimes i don't know about you but like i, ca I catch myself working from 7 a.m until i don't know 5 6 p.m and it's already time to have dinner and i haven't prepared dinner so i have to like do something real quick one thing that helped me was defining my working hours, my office hours, quote unquote. So I got um, a sticky note and I wrote my office hours Monday through Friday in, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that's what I look at every day on my calendar. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's past 4 p.m. and I'm still working. But it kind of helps me to at least understand that I am over my time and I should be 
you know, stopping whatever. If even though I didn't finish what I was doing before, it's time to stop and hang out with my husband or I don't know, hug my cats or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I believe that's very important. So yeah, very good tips over there. Um, so I wanted to pivot a little bit and ask you about outsourcing some of the activities, especially for coaches and new entrepreneurs who are still doing it all by themselves. Yeah. So I'm doing it all by myself. And I have fun doing it, but it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And when your business starts to pick up and you're getting clients coming in and you want to serve your clients, it's hard to keep up with everything on the back end. Like if you want a good social media strategy, that takes time. Like Mm -hmm. even if you're using scheduling apps or whatever, I mean, you have to create your content. You have to come up with new stuff every week. Mm -hmm design your content, create your captions, make sure you got the right hashtags going. When it comes to other administrative tasks, dealing with all of your emails coming in, like all these things take up time from what you set out to do originally. Yeah. Um, So I feel like outsourcing helps you focus on the parts of your job that you actually love doing, like focusing on For example, if you were a web designer, the creativity Mm -hmm. of your job, or when you're a coach, more time, more face time with clients, um, talking directly to clients. But yeah, it could be really tough having to wear every hat in your business. So I feel like outsourcing helps alleviate the, the burden a little bit so that you can actually enjoy your business. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And also, I think one thing that is important is to, if you can outsource the things that you don't have to do it yourself, you can focus on the thing that only you can do. Uh, So put a little bit more effort in that because like you said, these, uh, you know, especially when you, when you're working with social media content creation, it takes a lot of time because it's not only about creating, it's about thinking about the idea. It's about thinking of the strategy, thinking about the, the size of the font that you're going to use. And <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot um, that takes a lot of time that someone else can be doing. I feel like that takes a really big chunk of my time even though I try to do I try to batch everything all at once and you know but sometimes I don't know sometimes I wake up and I don't want to do anything so uh but yeah I think that's really important so as a social media manager and content marketer what are some ways in which you can help these new entrepreneurs to keep a work-life balance do you have any tips or any service or is there anything that you would like to share Well, you mentioned some of it already, which is content batching. I do a lot of that myself. Personally, I feel like ideas are always coming to me throughout the day. I've heard writers are the same way. But when you are talking to your clients and they mention an issue that they're having and you come up with an idea for something, just write it down real quick. I have like a, a digital notepad. I use Evernote to write down all my ideas. And they might not even become posts eventually, but like when I start my content matching, I have that list to go off of. So that's something that helps on the creative side of it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
like I mentioned, scheduling apps. If you do all of your posts on the weekend, you can have them scheduled and ready to go and they post automatically on their own. I think most of the social media platforms have like a, a scheduling app mm -hmm. uh, that they work well with, uh, like Instagram and Facebook. So yeah, there are definitely ways to make your life easier when it comes to social media management. Okay, well, that's really good. You're so amazing. I love that we connected again after I was a guest on your podcast. And oh, by the you. way, guys, you should go ahead and listen to the episode we recorded together on Leda's podcast. We talked about the impact on social media in our, in our mental health and it's an extremely important topic, especially these days. So I'll go ahead and listen to it. So tell us where we can find you. I am on Instagram most of the time. I'm very active on there. My handle is at GetSocialWithLita. My name is spelled L-E-D-A. And if you want to check out the services I provide or get the links to my podcast, you can find me on LitaSanchez.com. Okay, well, thank you so much. All of this is going to be in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time, Lita. You are amazing. Thank you. I always love talking to you, Katerina. Oh my gosh, guys. I had so much fun recording this episode. Lita is an amazing guest and she's so knowledgeable when it comes to social media strategies and we share the same perspective, even though our work is so different. Um, so I would definitely recommend you guys to check her Instagram out and also her website with all of her work. Everything is going to be in the show notes, like I always say. And yeah, hope you guys have an amazing day. Until next time. You just listened to Wake Up and Unfold. If you like this episode and want to know more about this topic, you can find all the info in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and have an incredible week.